Hi friends and welcome to the Universal Sisterhood podcast. We're hoping to create a place where women can delve deeper, lift their gaze higher, live freer, laugh louder, smile brighter and be the authentic woman she was designed to be. Every human heart has been created to be seen, known and loved. So this is the place where women can share their story. Welcome to episode 108. In today's episode, I chat with a beautiful woman named Drielle. Her story is a universal one. It's universal in the sense that God is always seeking us out, that he's always pursuing our heart. However, her story is unique in the way he seeks out her heart, how he moves her heart towards him. God is constantly communicating with each and every one of us in specific ways that cut through the noise and the distractions that we surround ourselves with. He's trying ever so patiently to reach our heart. God's grace is given to us at every moment to see his holy will and to act upon it. And Drelli's story really highlighted that for me in a real, real tangible way Um, as I sat down to think about what I was going to say before the podcast Exodus 14 14 came to my heart and it's the Lord will fight for you you need only to be still Drelli's heart was fought for by a God with such tenderness and love all she had to do was notice him he captivated her heart with the language of love through beauty and architecture and history. And it's so wonderful to see. She is living a life where she is fully alive. I cannot wait for you to hear her story. If this episode resonated with you or you really enjoyed it, please consider sharing it with a friend. I hope you have a lovely day. God bless. Welcome to the podcast, Driele. Did I get it right? Yes, you did. Um, <laughs> I'm so grateful that you're here. Before we dive into the conversation, I would love for you to tell the listeners who you are and what your life looks like right now. Oh, well, thanks for having me, um, firstly. Um, right now, I am a full-time mom to three little ones. Um, I have a three-year-old boy and twin girls who are about to turn one um, in two days' time. Uh, I live in oh. Brisbane, Australia. Um, I was born and raised in Brazil, but um, I've been here for 17 years now. Well, you're pretty much Australian. Yeah, yeah, awkwardly so, yes. How, yes. Old, how old are you, if you don't I, mind asking? No, I am 39. Okay, so almost yeah. you've almost lived more of or the same. I, yeah, I'm getting to the awkward stage now where I'll have lived longer here than in Brazil, and that's so strange for me. Yeah, wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, you know, you're once you leave your home country, it's like you're always at home if where you are you know what I mean you're always like do you go back often I used to go pretty much every year 
before COVID and before babies. <laughs> now it all requires more planning. So last time I was there was last year, actually. I was there in June for a month. And yeah, it, it was lovely. So the twins haven't been back? No, no. That, that would be that will be an epic journey. Oh gosh, yeah. We, my husband was uh, questioning if I wanted to go maybe in February next year, and I'm like, no, I don't think so. We're not just there yet. We're not ready. Yeah, twins, twins on a long, long flight is not probably not ideal. <laughs> no, that's right, and we're still finding our pace. You know, they're they're just turning one. Uh, we still feel very much, um, you know, we're always outnumbered now. Uh, we're still getting used to that dynamics, you know, we're always playing defense and yeah, but we're finding a rhythm and as soon as we can, we'll, we'll be going back for sure. My parents yeah. are coming now. Um, so that's the, the exciting uh, thing. Yeah. For Christmas? Yes. Yes. They're arriving on Thursday now. So yeah, in, in a couple of days. How lovely. Yeah. yeah. That's beautiful. All right. So I would love the listeners to hear your journey because your journey is um is a beautiful story of um how the holy spirit works in our life um when i heard it i well i didn't hear it a friend said to me you have to hear this woman's story so i reached out or you reached out to me and we i heard it briefly in the car and was so overwhelmed with gratitude um for you and 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 for the church because we we have such a beautiful faith um but it wasn't always like that for you did you grow up catholic let's go back to the beginning and and, and get a bit of family history could you yes. tell us yeah of course so i i was born and raised in brazil um as as you know to a catholic family um you know a kind of Catholic family um, in Brazil and I guess in South America, that's quite common. Uh, you see a lot of technically Catholics, but, you know, not really practicing. You know, we used to go to the odd mass some Sundays. I did a few confessions here and there, but it was was quite loose. Um, I never really understood much about the faith. You know, it, it's just what it was. You know, you go to mass sometimes, you go to catechism um in the same way i attended a catholic school which again now looking back wasn't fully catholic um but it was in, in in theory um but you know there were many things that i didn't learn in my youth so i never had that strong base to my faith you know it just felt something like that's what you do you have to do it but if you don't then that's fine and I don't know if you know much about, you know, the context of South America and Brazil. It's such a melting pot of cultures. So there's so many religions around and, you know, you have some Catholics, they're also engaging some magic or in some spiritual practices elsewhere. Mm -hmm. uh, we all know a tarot lady. We all follow um, astrology you know it's just very common it's always there so we're always very aware of all these spiritual practices that exist um but was, you know, was sorry was catholic your catholicism just another spiritual practice like just another type uh in in my place yes yeah. but i was catholic basically yeah. so i used to go but then every now and then used to read some astrology you know used to go to the tarot lady um but nobody ever you know teach you that you know 
you, you don't do that. You know, those those practices don't 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 go well together. Um, but nobody ever thought anything bad about this. You know, it's just how things are um, in Brazil. But you know, you always identify as Catholic. You know, uh, you know, if the census people came knocking on your door and asked where you are, you say Catholic, <laughs> even though you're not really. Um, so that's how I was, um, you know, raised um, in the Catholic faith. So uh, your school was it run by um, clergy and religious, or was it? Yeah, uh... so it was a Catholic school run by uh, Franciscan sisters. Uh huh. So uh, Saint Francis was always was always there somehow, you know, all the music, um, or you know, all we knew about him was that you know he loved the animals. He was he mingled with the poor, and he was a nice guy. Anyway, that just yeah, yeah basic um things about him, um, and yeah, so I was raised in that context, um, you know, and then of course as my youth came and I became more independent. I came to Australia when I was 21 to study. Um, and even though, you know, in my mind, I was always talking to God, you know, I always prayed to God. I always, you know, I never forgot God. God was always with me, but it was God. You know, it wasn't Jesus. It wasn't um, Our Lady. It was just God. Um, and then, you know, I came to Australia. I became very independent. I was working. My career took off here quite quickly. And... I started to to hang with the the yoga people, uh, you know the the healthy uh, vegan yogis, um, and yeah, and that was that that took a big chunk of my life. You know, I did that every week. I used to go on retreats on long weekends, sing mantras, you know, um, all peace and love, uh, all those those practices that make you feel really good. So I didn't feel the need to search for anything else. You know, I felt really, really content. You know, life was pretty good. Uh, you know, I was working hard and then I was relaxing on the weekend with my yoga friends. And and that was my life. So for a very long time, I was a yogi for about uh, eight years, I would say. And that's just who I was, um, you know, alongside my, my career. Um, and in terms of faith, yeah, again, I never realized that I was moving away from my faith because as I said I still would pray you know the odd night I would pray to God and you know I I believed that misconception that all religions lead you to the same God you know <laughs> which is looking back now so, so you the God that you were praying to was he was he kind yeah yeah or was yeah. he like a, a taskmaster was he a kind God yeah, he was a kind God. Yeah, he was a kind God. He he was the the our Father God. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, I pray to him. Um, and I never realized that you know, the fact that I wasn't going to church every week, that I wasn't receiving the sacraments often, I never realized that that was a problem because of course I didn't know that. So to me, everything was fine. You know, I believe in God. I'm a Catholic, but I also do yoga and and all this these kind of things. Mm. Um. So it was never a problem. I was never searching, you know. It was just life as it was. Um, and I guess things changed uh, for me in 2019. So by then I went, so I was married. I was one year married with my husband. Um, and we went to Europe to celebrate our birthdays in October. So I was going to turn 35 and I wanted to be in Tuscany. Uh, you know, driving a convertible, having a beautiful weekend at a castle, and sorry, excuse me. 
And that's how we ended up in Italy. So being Rome, of course, excuse me, um, we booked these this tours, you know, one of these tours was in the Vatican. And that morning was so funny. We were running late. Our Uber driver wasn't coming and everything was too hard. It just felt a bit odd. And I was like, oh, let's just not go, you know, let's just go to, to the plaza. Let's just have some Aperol spritz, you know, don't worry about Vatican, let's not go. And my husband, no, 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 we'll go. We paid for the tours, we go. And so we went running like we're the last ones to arrive at the tour, but we made it. And that's when my life started to change drastically. So we uh, went to the Vatican museums, you know, I was walking the art galleries and the first impression, I, I was just stunned with so much beauty. I've never seen anything as beautiful in my whole life. In fact, I didn't even know that existed. Mm. Um, I was used to a very different kind of beauty, you know, um, working in advertising, in, in media I used to go to art galleries all the time but you know it was modern art and it was all pretty ghastly yeah it was all so gross um <laughs> looking back now but that's what I knew so here I am you know in the Vatican galleries surrounded by beauty and by frescoes and by statues and gold and I just felt that like the whole, my, everything I knew was, was gone. And this is my new life now. Like, this is what life is. I just felt like my soul, you know, I, I don't know how to explain. I just feel like, it's like I got a, I got a slap in my soul. I could just wake up. This is it. This is what life is about. And the scales yeah. were finally taken off your eyes. A hundred percent right. That's exactly right. But the strange thing is that it just felt like a reunion. It's like, yeah, of course, this is what it is. You know, it didn't feel strange or anything. It was like, oh, finally, here I am. I'm at home. This is this is it. The true, the beauty, the beautiful, and and the good. Um. So it just, yeah, it was the initial shock, but it made total sense to me. I just, I was just stunned, and I couldn't believe it. I was talking to my husband, I was like. I just, it's so funny to think back because I just couldn't comprehend how I had spent my, you know, my initial 34 years not surrounded by that kind of thing. You know, it's like, how come we are living everyday life, uh, you know, in buildings that have white ceilings and white walls and like, where is all this beauty? Why is it, you know, why is this not accessible to us all? Like, how come I didn't even know about this? So it was quite shocking. Did you feel but, ripped off? Sorry? Did you feel upset? Did you feel ripped off? Like how, yes, why absolutely. Was it not, why is yeah. it taking 34 years? Exactly. Yeah. Why, why is, why I'm, I'm only seeing this now? Like, this is so unfair. Like this, this is it. I, I felt like I've always been looking for it, even though I didn't know. Yeah. <laughs> I just, um, and yeah, I did feel ripped off. Absolutely. Especially <laughs> thinking about the art galleries and the art stuff I used to, <laughs> to engage with uh, in my career. But um, yeah, I was just stunned. Um, and that was, so that was the first impact of the Vatican in me. And then in the same day, you know, we continued walking, we were, you know, hearing everything, went to the Sistine Chapel. And then again, my goodness, just another, <laughs> another shock to the system, you know, seeing all the frescoes by Michelangelo, 
and I was so interested, you know, to to know more about it all. Like, where's the inspiration coming from? You know, you know, he's talking about God and about the man and the creation and, and all those things. But I want to know more. So that was the second impact of that trip. And then the third one, we were at the St. Peter's um, Basilica. Hmm. And I was just hearing uh, a tour guide passing, just showing where St. Peter's tomb is um, in the Basilica. And oh, you're going to laugh. <laughs> I was like, what? His tomb is here? So was he a real person? <laughs> you know, being fully involved with secular cultures, you know, I I didn't even realize that the saints and, you know, um, the characters from the Bible were actual real historical people. It just sounds so ridiculous saying this, but that's what I believed back then. I never really given so much thought to those things, you know, but, you know, you always hear about saint this, saint that growing up, but you never really think about them. You yeah. never learn about them um so to me that was another uh, shock like okay cool so this these are actual people I need to know more about them I need to find out everything I can about these people now <laughs> excuse me and then of course there was the Pieta and oh, I was just stunned I was just receiving shock after shock after shocking that day mm. it was just fascinating um so there was the Vatican of course, I left. I bought every single art history book I could find <laughs> because I wanted to study the study the art. Um, and then a couple of days later, we went to Assisi. Just wow. you know, on the way to to Tuscany, we yeah. in Assisi. And of course, what month went... was this? Was this August? Did you say? No, it wasn't August. It was October. October. Oh, so beautiful. So autumn, the leaves. Yeah, that's right. Thing. That's right. It was gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Um, and, um, so we went there, we visit the, you know, his, his church, his chapel, and here I am again. I don't even know why I ended up there, but I went there and, um, I was sitting there in front of his tomb and downstairs in, in the chapel. And I was just sitting there and meditating to him, you know, praying in St. Francis, blah, blah, And next thing I know, the whole St. Francis prayer comes to my mind and something that I learned at school, but I never really memorized it. I didn't remember, I never prayed that prayer in my life, um, but suddenly it was just playing my head, the whole thing, and I was like, wow, so, okay. So that was my fourth um, Italy moment. So, so for the listeners, head. that prayer um, is, and, make me a channel of your peace, right? Right, yes. An instrument of your peace, yeah. Yeah. Um, I actually only know that in Portuguese. So, um, Senhor, fazei me instrumento de vossa paz. And yeah, it's a beautiful prayer, beautiful prayer. Mm. Um, but then again, so it came to my mind and I was like, oh, yeah, that's right. So again, it felt like home, you know, it felt like, oh, yeah, sure, that prayer <laughs> that I never thought of before. Um, so I was so stunned uh, that day as well that immediately we left the chapel. I pulled my phone, opened my Instagram, recorded some videos and posted like to my friends from school, you know, like, guys, I'm here in Assisi and um, I was in front of this St. Francis tomb and the whole prayer came to mind. Do you guys remember that prayer? And then a lot of friends from school like replied with the prayer and it was really cool. And I'm not a person to get in front of my phone, you know, doing videos or anything, but I just felt compelled to do it because I was so stunned and I needed to share that with someone. Hmm. So that's what happened. Um, so anyway, back to Australia. 
of all my art, art history books. <laughs> yeah, like you probably yeah. had to buy extra luggage to get home. Yeah, pretty much, <laughs> pretty much. Luckily, my husband didn't have much, so I can always use his. Um, so yeah, I started studying all the art, and of course, in no time, I was reading the Bible to understand the art. Um, and then from the Bible, I started looking for, um, you know, YouTube videos and movies. I wanted to know everything because. I'm very visual, so, you know, reading is not enough. I have to read, then I have to watch a movie, then I have to, hmm. I just, I keep digging forever, you know, until I'm satisfied. And that was the journey. So um, I was just amazed. Every, I was like, just like a child, you know, discovering all these new things. Like, oh my God, Abraham, do you know about Abraham? I was telling everyone about everything, like chapter by chapter of the Bible. And during the, the process, I fell pregnant with my first son, Isaac. And the whole thing just, it, it was just another level of existence, you know, from that moment on, uh, my life just continued to be transformed. And as I was pregnant during the, the process of discovery, clearly I realized that, oh my goodness, we have to get married in the church now because we were married for uh, almost two years then. And, you know, our wedding was a very secular one, you know, I was in a winery, the celebrant was my sister and big, big party, beautiful wedding, but not religious. Hmm. Um, but again, not because I didn't want to just, you know, it was, just yeah. didn't occur to me. Um, and so we did. So we contacted our um, church here where we lived in Belima and we spoke with the priest. We had a few meetings. It was lovely. And then again, another grace. Um even though I wasn't looking for a Catholic husband, um, when the time came to get married in the church, it was revealed to me that my husband had all the sacraments as well. He went to a Catholic boarding school. Um, so even though he as well wasn't practicing, he was also like me, technically Catholic. So we were ready mm -hmm. to go. So, How beautiful. Um, yeah, it was, we had Is three he Australian or Brazilian? He's uh, from New Zealand. He's Kiwi. I'm a Kiwi. Yeah. Um, so we had three weddings. So we had the civil wedding, then we had the, the big wedding in Brazil, and then we had our church wedding, which was literally just the two of us and the priest. And that is my favorite one. I absolutely <sighs> love the wedding. Beautiful. Um, it was just so special because, you know, we were so intentional about it. And, you know, I, oh, we were just soaking and it was just the two of us and the priest and it was lovely. And yeah. Beautiful. How beautiful. I'd love, to see a, I'd love to see a photo of all three. Thanks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'll send it to you. You have to send me a photo. I'll put them up in the show notes if you let me. Okay, um, great. I have so many questions. I have so many questions before we... Before we move on, can I just ask a few questions? Um, yeah, of course. Let's go. Let's go back to yoga first. I wrote that one. Yeah. Down. What do you think of yoga now? Oh no! Don't just don't. Just don't. Absolutely no. Even if no. we're doing it just for flexibility and strength. Well, if I guess, and look, this is my personal view, you know, I'm not, play, I'm not claiming to know, to be a specialist in it, but um, 
you can do stretchings, you know, in other ways. You can use Pilates, you can use weights, you can use bars. You don't necessarily need to put yourself on the ground, you know. Um, there's so much symbolism in it, you know, like it's, you know, you're, you're mimicking animals, you're mimicking trees. And as Catholics, we need to aim high, you know, heavens, not the ground. Uh, we are children of God. Um, so we are better than that. <laughs> not, not trying to say that in a mean way, but just a very real way. Um, and, you know, when, when you are engaging in this form of exercise, even though I did for exercise as well, you know, I just loved it. I just felt so good afterwards. Uh, you know, there is always a little statue here and there. And then there is always the mantra at the end of the class. And, mm -hmm. you know, you are, you are worshipping other people gods you know in quotation marks mm. um and as catholics we always you know we only worship the one god and um and that's it um so that's not negotiable for me these days yeah. it was a massive shock for me when i discovered all that because yoga was a big part of my life and i really liked it you know um i felt so good doing it i was you know every week twice three times a week i was there and I recommend it to so many people because you just feel so good afterwards. But I guess that's part of the deception, isn't it? The, the feel good element. So, um, yeah. How did, so, you, how did you get your head around that? Was that one of the hardest obstacles to leave things behind like yoga? No, I immediately left behind. I immediately stopped. As yeah. soon as I realized what it was in the island, I was like, okay, no. Some days ago, oh, I would really love to go to yoga today. No, I'll just go for a walk. You know, I just stopped because I knew there was no compromise and we don't negotiate these kind of things, do we? So yeah, I'm very black and white. So uh -huh. I'm either there or here. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, look, it, it was hard in the sense that I missed it, that I wanted to do it, but it was a no-brainer not to go. So I just stopped, yeah. And you get highs from other things, right? Like Like natural highs from, you know, going for a walk or doing Pilates oh. or swimming or there's... There are other things. Oh, yeah. Playing some worship music, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 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 My language. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. 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 Okay. So thank you for answering that. The other one was um, the enemy clearly did not want you going on that tour. He was putting obstacles in your path from the first first time you got up that morning missing your, you know, the Uber driver and all sorts of things and the doubts and, oh, let's just go and have that Barrel Spritz. It's a nice day. Um, what a blessing your husband is. He seems to kind of be that, that um, not sounding, but that, that little push that you just need, that that bit of grace. He's, he's, he's That's an anchor. right. Yeah. He is my anchor. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah, he is the calm to my storm. Yeah. yeah 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 and you're both on this journey together yeah so basically I I dragged him with me just as I did before you know when I was into yoga I used to drag him to to yoga retreats with me and you know kirtanize and bless him he would always come and be happy to to be with me in those in those events um same way like when I was searching for for Christ you know I my first option was to go to some Protestant churches because, you know, the only Christian people I knew back then were Protestants. So we would go along and again, he came with me. Um, 
So I guess, yeah, we, we were together in the journey in a sense, but um, I was, you know, like, oh, we need to go and see this and do this and do that. And he was always happy to to follow me. Thank, thank goodness for that. Um, but um, the fact that he always had, he also had that, you know, that Catholic faith in him from his school years was so important. And I can see very clearly how God worked in both of us at the same time. Mm. Um, you know, because when I was ready, he was ready. You know, it wasn't anything awkward. It was just, yeah, sure. It yeah. was a no-brainer for us both. Um, they say that the longest journey in your spiritual life that you're ever going to make is from your head to your heart mm. um, or from your heart to your head. But it sounds like he fast-tracked you pretty quickly. Like you, you had a day. <laughs> and it was like yes you've made that connection I just love that it's, I mean I know there's a lot of background you know murmurings and grace but it sounds like it was that day in the in the Vatican that kind of just the scales fell off your eyes and you were all his yeah a hundred percent was it, it was because I I felt it to my core uh it transformed me it absolutely did um you know as Dostoevsky says um beauty will save the world and mm -hmm. I I am I can testify to that today it's a hundred percent sure beauty can save the world and it absolutely saved me mm. like God God came to me through beauty a hundred percent and you know um, when we are not practicing Catholics, you you hear all these things about the Catholic Church, you know, all these rumors, all these myths, all these negative things, and none of them matters, you know, when you are confronted with, you know, the true, the good, and the beautiful, none of them matters, you yeah. just, you can't, you can't not see it. Yeah, and you can, there's a choice, there is a clear choice, right? You're really? either with him or against him. Um, and when Absolutely. you know truth, it's pretty hard to reject it. Totally. Yeah. 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 And that definitely. to me is is kind of God's mercy, right? Like he it's mercy. Like he he wants you he and he makes it so attractive and easy to say yes, would you yeah. say? I would. I definitely agree with that. He uses any any channel, any road, any way to get to you. Mm -hmm. To me, it was through beauty. You know, it was through that beautiful, you know, um, surrounding me. Yeah. Just that immersion, you know, like this is this is life. This is what you should aim for. Don't don't settle for anything less than this in your life. Um, to me, that was the the take um and yeah i never stopped from that day as you say that was the pivotal day from that day onwards i never stopped my search and i never looked back do you remember the date no but i can find out if i look at my phone yes, <laughs> I I have, to say, have a look not you don't have to do it now but have a look because i'm pretty sure it will be something significant to you you may not know it yet mm. But it will, he will reveal himself to you because he nothing is wasted. So there will be some kind of link there, I promise you. I'd love to hear later. You can email me later on. But I'm, or in a few years' time, you may not know what it is, but there will be a definite link because he uses, he's so intentional. It's really beautiful. 
yeah your, your story kind of reminds me of um the hound of heaven I know I mentioned this to you the other day when you said that when you were speaking um it's a it's a poem by Francis Thompson I think his name is he was an English poet but he this poem is it's quite long I think there's some real there's some anglicized shortened versions of it which I would thoroughly recommend people read or find because it follows his journey from the heights of comfort. He came from a, quite a wealthy family and of doctors and um, his father wanted him to be a doctor so he went to study medicine. He became addicted to drugs. He ended up on the streets of London um, in seedy alleyways and then he finds redemption. So it, it's he he relates God to like the, a hound that goes on these hunts. Um, yeah, and he's and through the poem he kind of says um, that like God, like like the hound, he ceaselessly pursues us. But he doesn't. He's not like he's not cunning. He will just run. He'll walk alongside you, or he'll speed up his gait if you're speeding up. Um, but he's relentless in his pursuit of our hearts and it sounds like that your story beautiful he absolutely does does. how lovely how beautiful i'll put the poem in the show notes so people can read it if they want to Um, just just god uses grace and he gives it to us in the moment um not before and not after and it's up to us to accept it and it sounds like your beautiful um inquisitive searching mind and heart your 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 pursuit of truth um he was just lavishing you with grace with every kind of avenue you went down it just sounds so he was and I've I've been so blessed as well with so many amazing people along the way that I learned from in Brazil, we're very blessed to have this priest. His name is Padre Paulo Ricardo. And I say to everyone, he's like a Brazilian Fulton Sheen. He oh, wow. is amazing. What's his name? Paulo Ricardo. I can send you a link to his material. Yeah. Um, he has a, a, an amazing following on Instagram, I think about more than a million people. Um, he has his website. He sells online courses. He's... Um, he is just so full of information, uh, you know, from philosophy to politics to spirituality to theology, doctrine, and he's a very conservative priest. So I've been so blessed uh, to come across him. And again, the most random things, right? I was searching and then suddenly he pops in my feed. I'm like, oh, a priest in my feed. Okay, let me go and find out more. Right, right at the right moment. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, he, he had these courses, um, why am I not a Protestant? Why I'm a Catholic? And, you know, several modules and so much information, historical information, theology, and all sorts of things. And after, you know, learning so much from him and from other people and, you know, researching and testing the waters here and there, it just became a very um, logical decision for me to be Catholic. Like it's the truth. Like you can't, 
you know, there's, you know, the, the beginner Christian might think that, you know, we all believe in God, we all go to worship in our different ways, but all leads to the same God, again, the same deception, right? Um, and that's simply not the truth. Once you really understand the richness of the Catholic Church and, you know, how we begin, <laughs> it's, it's just a no-brainer. Like, intelligence and logic will take you to the Catholic Church. Um, yeah. And... You know, if you're learning the truth, you know, and it can be in any sphere of the truth, you know, it can be, you can be, you know, digging holes, you know, into the political side of things or just spirituality in general. If you dig far enough and deep enough, you will end up in the Catholic Church. Yeah. <laughs> Doesn't matter where, you know, what kind of truth you're pursuing. If you're really pursuing the truth, you end up. In Rome, you know, all roads lead to Rome. Rome, um, sweet yeah. home. That's right. That's absolutely right. Hmm. Um, can I just ask a bit of um, family background? Do your parents and your husband's parents still practice? Yeah, so my family is now fully practicing. I brought them back with me as well. Ah. Thank God for that. So, yeah. Well, I'm practicing now. Um, my husband's family isn't really practicing. Um, they are Catholics, but they're not fully practicing uh -huh. yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I just love how grace works. Like, it's, you never underestimate anything that you do because he, he will use that to bring about good. Um, it's I think about yes and it's been so fascinating to watch as well not just me you know just um just how transformation takes place you know because with my story of course I was so excited you know to, to talk about everything to everyone like what so how come nobody I know not everyone is talking about this on a daily basis you know I watched this beautiful movie um Gospel of John it's a YouTube movie a three hour long movie Oh, yeah. Fire Gospel of John. Perfect. Beautiful actors. So well made. All right. And I'll check it out. Yeah. I'll send you the link as well. It's the yeah. best movie I've ever seen. Uh, it's fully loyal to the gospel. It's just word by word. And the actor that plays Jesus is just amazing. You know, and that was one of the first things I watched. And he did it so well. And I was just fascinated to watch. And I thought, oh, wow. Jesus was amazing. Because the image I had of him, you know, previous to, to discovering the truth was, you know, he's just this nice guy, you know, maybe like was a bit of a rebel, just a nice guy, you know, poor guy, you know, got cute. It was horrible. The things you believe out there, you wouldn't believe if, what we think, you know, if when you're not um, engaging in, in the truth. And I watched that movie and I was stunned again <laughs> to know how just amazing how amazing he was you know even that scene you know in front of the temple when when he gets annoyed at the merchants and then he just flips the tables and I was like oh wow well, I can I can relate to him you know it's just so feisty as well just black and white the truth is this like it or not and I was like this is amazing this this is you know my my god this is this is Jesus and I was just so stunned that I couldn't believe that not everyone is talking about this on a daily basis. Like, you realize that he actually lived on this earth. You realize that it's so real. And 
it's just I look back now and I just I can't believe how much misinformation um we are subject to you know when you're not raised in you know in the catholic realm and learning and studying from a young age um you know because the world teaches you everything but the truth um so you really need to seek it you really need to 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 go after it because yeah can i ask how how your friends you know you came back from Italy, a changed woman, a different woman, yeah. um, in pursuit of truth. And as you said, black, you know, you needed to make a choice. You had to, you know, change your practices. What was there any backlash from your friends? Was there any? How did your friends take your? Yeah, well, I couldn't really much because nobody would be interested in hearing it. You know, my friends from my previous life, I, of course, I mentioned it. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. But like, oh yeah, cool. Okay, cool. I have to go and check it out. I have to go to the Vatican as well and check it out. But, you know, nothing really. But then I started praying for new friends. <laughs> I was like, God, please help me. Yeah, they did come. Several of them and they keep coming. They keep coming um that's just another grace that he's been blessing me with um yeah so he, he brought me new friends and even some of these new friends who were not catholic or even christian back then they were also searching so my search helped them and now we're all together in the same Aww. journey we're all back to the church so, so these new friends weren't necessarily catholic friends they were just new friends they were not. Oh. yeah 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 Oh, how beautiful. That's Actually, even, yes. even more beautiful. Yeah, so we're all searching as well, and we all cross, path, um, cross paths, you know, due to other things um, in life. And, you know, it was the time of COVID as well. You yeah. know, there was a lot of talks about, you know, political groups here and there, and, you know, you, you became friends with new people. Um, and, yeah, so I became very good friends with this, these few women that are now my family here and they're also searching for the truth. And when I spoke, they listened because they were ready for it as well. And yeah, we're all back home. <laughs> oh, that is so beautiful. Yeah, I'm, I, I just feel so blessed. And and it keeps coming as well. So this was a few years ago, right? 2020, so three years ago. And again, this year I was blessed again now with catholic friends you know they have little kids like my my kids and mm-hmm. uh, there is just now this this whole network uh, of friends that you know share the same values the same faith and just amazing i, I can't believe it I it still will can't. never outdo you in generosity he will mm-hmm. always provide abundantly more you know the fish there were so many left over like yeah. supersedes our effort so how beautiful and it's just it's just miracle after miracle as well like uh so i had isaac my first son and then um of course then i learned that you know being open to life is something that we must do and of course again no brainer i was like of course why why wouldn't we oh it um, wasn't hard it wasn't hard for you to get your head around um no. theology of the body no 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 it's all, all straightforward uh, husband was fully on board as well so um we 
we were ready and then uh, we were blessed with a positive test and we were so blessed, so happy. Then a few days later, I missed it. I miscarried it, uh, which was very devastating. And the next month, another time, another time, same thing happens again. Again, I was devastated. And I was, uh, <laughs> I can't believe I'm talking about this. Is this um, after Isaac? After Isaac, yeah. So second time, you know, positive, but then not really. And then we were at the mass uh, on Sunday. And I saw this beautiful family that I had never seen at church before. This beautiful family. I think there were about five, six kids, all ages, you know, little ones, teenagers, all beautifully dressed, very humble, very modest. Uh, the bigger ones looking after the, the little ones, super polite. I, I was just, I couldn't stop looking at the family. I was <laughs> such a creep just looking at them. And I was just talking to God. I was like, my God, this is the most beautiful thing. Just feel free, God. If you if you think I deserve it, just use my body. I'd love to have a big family mm -hmm. like this. You know, I'd feel so blessed. And <laughs> a few weeks later, I'm pregnant, and it's twins. <laughs> and I had missed the two before, and now I'm having twins. And my twin girls will be one this week. Oh, um, look, I'm crying. Oh, that's so beautiful. It's Thank you for sharing that story because as a mother of six children, um, I always got lots of looks and lots of comments and they weren't always positive. So it was, it was, it's not easy taking six children around and having, you know, the comments of, you know, don't you have a television and all those ridiculous comments. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So thank you for, like, maybe dragging those kids around may have helped somebody in a positive way. So thank you for that. Oh, my gosh. No, my mic. That's all right. I can see you. Can you hear me? Yep. Okay, sorry. This is just breaking up. Uh, yeah, so I I see that as a miracle as well. And you're totally right. We don't always get, and look, I only have three, you know, so nothing to compare with myself. You know, when I'm out of the tree, um, you know, you've got your hand. Are you done? Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, yeah. Even from Christians, you know, yeah. when I was pregnant with my twins, I had random things. I couldn't believe it. People going, even things like, oh, God forbid, uh, imagine if I have twins as well. Oh, God forbid. I'm like, hey, this is a blessing. Uh, I got so offended in her kind of comment. Uh, because all I felt forever was just blessed, you know, blessed, blessed and blessed. Nothing, nothing else. Um, and I couldn't believe that other people would see other things they're not blessings but that's the world we're living in isn't it so yeah so thank you for being me, such a beautiful did. example of of being open to life and seeing life as a gift as blessing so thank you oh. we need we need more of you in the world <laughs> oh, you. thank you definitely more of you um all right so we're what would be one thing as we're wrapping up, because I've probably taken up far too much of your time. 
<laughs> your your babies are probably waking up. Um, what would be one thing you would recommend or suggest for women who are in pursuit of truth? Where would you send them? Like, what would you suggest? Keep digging and never stop unless you arrive at the Catholic Church. <laughs> That's where the truth is. Um, and and it's all more real than we can even, you know, read somewhere or experience, you know, in a worship event. It's the truth, the Eucharist, you know, the, mm. the just the sacraments. And, yeah, just... Just don't stop until you arrive at the Catholic Church because all roads will, will end up there um, if you keep going far. You know, it's easy to sometimes stop, you know, at the more um, popular stops, you know. You have all these churches these days. They're not churches, you know. You have all these places these days. You have all these belief systems. You have all these, these things that are called your attention you know and engage here and take a position here and there that's not the truth just the truth is in, in jesus and and the catholic church you know the riches are just endless and why wouldn't you you know there is a word to learn um and you know just the lives of the saints as well they're so inspiring and you know I don't know if that's the same journey for everyone, but for me particularly, once I discovered my faith, you know, after that initial euphoria of, oh, I found myself, then you're faced to, with your miseries and your lack of virtue, and then the hard work starts, right? You, that daily struggle to, you know, to, to grow in your faith and also to develop virtue so you can, you know, become saints. Um, and I think it's easy to stop there as well. Um, mm. But we have, you know, the saints as our guiding lights to keep encouraging us and, and, and yeah, and just motivating us. It is possible. Yeah, and they're so close. I, you, it reminds me, today I was, I went on a jog. I hadn't jogged for a week. And I thought, oh, man, I really have to go for a jog. And I, I had, anyway, I went to drop kids off, did my holy hour. Mondays I do a holy hour and go to Mass. And I thought, okay, after that, I'm going to jog the river. Mm -hmm. And there's a new footpath and it goes down and then you've got to go back up. But mm -hmm. it, you, you jog along the river and it's really beautiful. Or you can do the old track that just goes around the top, but it's it's a work site, it's ugly. And mm -hmm. I thought, oh, you know what, I actually don't, I'm not jogging with my husband. I don't have to go down there. I don't have to prove myself. I'll just go around the top. And then this, this grace, this thought came to my head, uh, Jessica, don't always, the, the, the hard track, it might be difficult, but it's, it leads to beauty. It's beautiful. Even though it's hard, there is beauty there. There's nothing beautiful about going flat around the other side. So I thought, wow. uh -huh, I'll go. I went down and it was beautiful. And oftentimes it might be hard, but there is so much beauty in that hard that it's worth it. A hundred percent. As St. Francis said, you know, like all the creatures, um, if anything, at least let's, you know, uh, admire them, be grateful for them because that's all. God's manifestations um, in our lives. So, 
beautifully put. I'm glad to hear that. So I did the I did the hard, beautiful job. <laughs> um, it was so so lovely to speak with you. Um, I loved your story, and I'm sure your story would touch many hearts. Um, I love your boldness of just keep searching, keep digging until you find the truth in the Catholic Church. Because <laughs> it's true. It is. Uh, such a pleasure talking to you as well, um, Jess. Thanks for having me. Um, oh, pleasure. I spoke too much. <laughs> Not at all. I don't want to keep your time. We can keep talking. If, you, if there's something else you'd like to say, feel free. No, no, I'm all good. <laughs> Before we finish, though, you need to tell the listeners something that has brought you joy this week. Can you think of anything that's brought you joy? Um, yes, two things. Um, I have my parents arriving this week. Um, my father coming to Australia for the very first time. He has never been on a plane his whole life. Oh, um, man, so that's a big deal for him. That's a big deal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So he's he's flying as we speak. I'm I'm so happy about that. And also direct. Um, is it direct or not? No, 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 no. So they they come via Qatar. So they go Sao Paulo, Doha, Doha, Brisbane. So two fifteen hour flights. So yeah, it'll be a while. <laughs> so yeah, I'm very grateful for that. And also um watching my son Isaac, who is three, um, and mass this weekend was so cute. He now, every time we kneel, he kneels as well. So he stops at the sign of the cross. He was holding his little rosary with him, like so preciously, you know. So that brought me great joy. I just love watching him because he's been coming to Mass with me since he was, gosh, what, two months? So, mm. uh, yeah, he's just, yeah, he, he's loving it. It's just so beautiful to watch. Oh, that's lovely. Well, what's brought me joy? Um, my daughter finished school, one of my daughters, and uh, she had her end of end of year, uh, year 12 formal, and um, she was adamant about a dress that she wanted. She didn't want, she just wanted something that was her. And she went away for, for, a, to, for a week this dress that we ordered online, it turned up and she tried it on the night before because that's the only time we had and it looked perfect on her. So that brought me so much oh. joy. That <laughs> oh, me too. Just she was so able to pull that off. So that was one, that was a real joy. I'm so glad. <laughs> she looked beautiful. It was very, oh. very her. So, uh, oh, congratulations. That's a big milestone, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So that was oh, lovely. Um. Well, Really? Did I get it right? Yes, you got it right. Well done. Um, it was such a pleasure speaking with you and thank you for sharing your journey with us. Not over yet, the beginning of your new <laughs> new uh, chapter in your beautiful story. So thank you. Thank you for listening. Pleasure.